Hello, I'm your host, Michaela Marshall, and this is Welcome to the Hellmouth. Hi, I'm your host, David Lindley. This is the Buffy podcast that witnesses the end of an era. Hellmouth? Hellmouth. Oh no. Hashtag Amy Rat, Hashtag right? Amy Rat. <laughs> Michaela, oh, we are in boy. dark days. I'll let you get to your opening spiel in a second, but Amy's not a rat anymore. Giles isn't around to be concussed. Riley isn't no. here to watch his buttons. Oh, no. The master isn't even here in his batorium. What the fuck right. are we going to talk about? We have nothing to talk about anymore. All of our things Shit. are gone. All of them. Mm. Well, I mean, we better not tell the listeners. They'll probably They'll leave. freak out. Oh, man. I yeah. hope none of them hear this. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll just cut all of this. I never cut anything that I say I'm going to cut. So, you know, it's all good. This is Season 6, Episode 9, Smashed. Original air date, November 20th, 2001. Shattered. Or something like that. Yeah. You, is it shattered what you even kept calling it? I think so. I called it shmammered at one point. (laughs) That works too. Yeah. Smashed. We're going to get smashed. Smashed. Everything's getting smashed up here. Amy Rat's getting resolved, much to my (sighs) disappointment, frankly. Uh, You're disappointed by it. uh, not, Not like the resolution, just the fact that it gets resolved at all, you know? You sort of wanted it to just go down in the ages, much like those mantis eggs that never came back up. I, I knew it was going to get resolved, and it's just like, now that we've gotten to it, I'm a bit nostalgic for the time when <laughs> it went whole seasons without mentioning that Amy was a rat. Yeah. yeah. When, they, uh, when they showed the shot of Willow in Joyce's room and the rat cage is there, <laughs> you're like, that's the first time this cage that has ever been in this room. was not there before. <laughs> Bullshit, you did not remember that. It was season five, episode 11. So Uh, an an entire season ago, minus two episodes, 20 episodes ago, that we last (laughs) even heard a mention of Amy Rat. Oh, God, they 100% forgot. And then they, they had a very convenient new friend for Willow to have. Right? Oh, I, th- yeah. I think is what happened, right? That happened. Because yeah, be they're it. like, oh, we need Willow to have some sort of new drug friend, and they're like, oh, like a witch. Wait a minute. <laughs> and then they let that stew for like a week, and they're like, oh shit, wait, <laughs> we had one of those. We, we have one of those, right? Because they could have just made it any other witch, right? Like oh, yeah. Willow goes out and meets a witch at some witch bar. It doesn't matter. Season one, that's what's what would have happened you know the new person in the school or in town just shows up and she's a witch and it's like oh wacky fun with this person bring back michael who cares right oh michael he was good (laughs) maybe he didn't even have lines did he have lines (laughs) i don't know he was the like goth punk witch from uh, he had a lot of eyeliner yeah yeah because gingerbread was where they were they were hunting all these people yeah Anyways. And the ways. We get some classic slayage to start it off. Buffy's in her black turtleneck of fighting. Oh, have we? Okay, we've done very similar things with the naming <laughs> but of different. this. Yeah, because I went but turtle different. tails and you've gone pig lace. Because <laughs> I was a lot more fo- fixated on her necklace oh, than necklace on her turtleneck. Oh, the is correct. But I mean, come on. Yeah. The turtleneck I, is crazy. Like, I don't even see them anymore. They never die when's the last time we didn't have one you'd be forgiven for not seeing this one it's pitch black in this poorly it's lit show dark 
Yeah, and it's not even slayage. Buffy's just fighting some muggers in an alley. Real life situation number one. You're walking down an alleyway after work. You encounter a mugger, okay? He wants crack. Okay, okay, what are these guys doing here? Like, what are they doing in Sunnydale? Mugging people in Sunnydale? Mugging people, it's insane! So they're mugging this older couple, and yeah, Buffy comes in and like fights them off a little bit, you know, kick, kick, punch, punch. I was so hoping that the old people would turn out to be vampires. Oh yeah, the old switcheroo. The old switcheroo! It's sort of like the anti all the way. The anti-Buffy <laughs> in general, right? Yeah. Like it's the, the people evil. who are in danger, but they're not actually in danger. They can't do that because That's it's true. plot relevant that Spike can't punch humans. And we need to remember <laughs> they, that. They make such a big deal. <laughs> Spike has a chip. He can't hurt People Anyone with a really soul. really want you yeah. to remember that. Anyone who's not a demon he cannot hit anymore makes yeah. a lot of pain happen in his head. Let's all just remember yeah. that. That's very important. Very important. Yeah, and then him and Buffy have some verbal sparring. Buffy just continuously says things <laughs> that <laughs> can be easily misconstrued as sexual innuendo to Spike these days. Just have to get your rocks off fighting demons. Duh, the way. Oh, yeah. She sets him <laughs> up and he just knocks him down, you know? Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but come on, Buffy. I think in this scene, she says that he'll just have to get his rocks off fighting demons. And you're like, no, Buffy. Phrasing. Come on. <laughs> you're, you're trying to pretend that you don't want to bang this guy. <laughs> You're doing a terrible job of it. Okay. <sighs> Willow is wearing another classic red uh, shirt. Yeah. I think, did you also get a picture of this? I've got red head. You've got the red I've is back. I've called it the red is back. Yeah. Just. I've taken Tara both of my pictures from later on when the show is better mm. lit. Yeah, I didn't want to wait. I was t- time crunched. That's fair. And yes, Tara's left, so Willow is moping about in the house feeling bad for herself who why did tara have to leave me if only she could forget again (sighs) then it'd be good she says something to amy rat about getting her a nice little rat friend (sighs) who's then gonna leave her for no good reason (laughs) and you're like no good reason willow no good reason at all sure yeah, I was really mad. <laughs> was then the rest of raging. the episode will not have been kind to you because it's just full of Willow <laughs> being like, everything's great. Lots of magic is a good idea. She has a fun new friend to do harmless magic harmless with. Harmless magic without cost or consequence. Okay, so <laughs> she's picked up Amy Rat, who again, yes, has just appeared in this room out of nowhere. Yeah. And she's like, ah, if only I could figure out a way to turn you back. And then she's like, wait, I'm the most powerful goddamn witch on this planet. (laughs) It's so depressing for Amy specifically. Because essentially Willow's like, wait a second. If I just give a shit about this for two seconds, I know the answer without even having to look it up. I wonder how long ago I could have turned her back. Oh, well. No, that's too much introspection for Willow. She just is like, oh, everything's perfect again because of magic. Hey, it never lets you down. Yeah, and Elizabeth Ann Allen is back and naked (laughs) Naked again on this show. Which, I mean, she was a rat, so she probably should be naked. But yes, it's a rough gig for this poor actress. It is indeed. Uh, 
just what a terrible idea. I love that Willow, my reading on this scene is that she basically says a spell to find the correct spell to turning yeah. back into a human, which is That's it. great. That's awesome. Like super high level magic. And then she's just reading this thing immediately without even glancing over it to see what it might do. She's just yeah. going for it. She just goes for it. She's like, oh, well, I mean, that I, I did the spell to find the spell I need. So obviously this is the right spell. I'll just do this spell now. It's like a photocopy of a photocopy, you know, like degradation <laughs> will happen here. Yo, there are no consequences except for people sometimes leaving you or whatever. Right. Other than that, for completely unrelated reasons fun. too, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. They're just squares, basically. Squara. That's what we should be calling her. It's terrible. <laughs> that's awful. Uh, but no, it's good. You're the anti-narc voice now. Good, yeah. We need one oh, of those. People are going to buy that. Yep. The trio are super spying their way into a museum. <laughs> well, Andrew One is. of them is. <laughs> An- Andrew's mission impossibling his way down, and he's repelling oh, from the ceiling. It's so adorable. He's looking super, super tactical. The others are just walking in because museum security in Sunnydale is not amazing. Yeah, honestly, I have a lot of trouble believing that Andrew managed to do all of this by himself. <laughs> Right? Because this really implies that they didn't help. Yeah. Lil J hooked him up at the top and then, like, started you, lowering right. him down. And then Lil J just walked around to the bottom floor again. To go mock yeah. him. Yeah. Well, uh, Warren's doing most of the mocking, to be fair. Yeah. He's sort of his his role is the mocker. Yeah. So these guys are stealing this big old sparkly diamond. It's very sparkly. They, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say, personally attack people like Stu <laughs> Maybe yourself and myself, I don't know. What? By making these guys just so lame. Yeah. Yeah, it's Saying difficult. that, which one of them's allergic to methane? Oh, God. Jonathan, maybe? Or Andrew? <laughs> the other one's afraid of hot things. Right. It, and then they're both yeah. too weak to stand up with the tank on. Yes, this tank that houses the, uh, <laughs> the blowtorch that they use, or that yeah. Warren uses to break into this glass case, retrieve the gem. And Michaela, they make some mention of phases. Phase one is now complete, apparently. Oh, on to phase two. Yeah, on to phase two. Of how many phases? Who can say? You know, n phases. Your classic at this seven point. Pla- seven phase plan has about mm, yeah. eight or nine phases to it. So yeah, somewhere yeah, in that ballpark. For sure, somewhere in that ballpark. Yeah. So they got their diamond, and they're gonna just walk back out, and then poor old security guard man rusty he's given such a name he's right given rusty and then his his security little name tag says rusty on it and you're like hey rusty <laughs> you are not long for this world are you no this is the point in the episode where they just are batman villains right i mean they literally have a freeze ray yes they're batman so villains. i've called this I've called this picture Johnny Snow. Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> I mean, the classic other Joss thing that has a freeze ray yeah. in it. Yeah. Yeah, It's but his is not an ice beam because that's all Johnny Snow. It, oh, my God. <gasps> Lil J. <laughs> Johnny. <gasps> <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So the freeze ray, like, mildly backfires and ends up frozen itself as well. Right. But that that's okay. And, hey... Turns out Rusty actually survives this ordeal somehow. Yeah, I don't want to think too hard about that. You should not I guess think about it. Somebody found him very soon after this because it's the same night 
Maybe. Yeah, because yeah, Buffy's still wearing her turtleneck. <laughs> right, the same yes. God. Yeah. Fucking turtleneck and pigtails <laughs> nonsense. Yeah. Oh my God, the pigtails. Why is she in pigtails? I don't know. I do. I did enjoy when they're they're worried that this rusty fellow will dethaw and out them. And Warren's like, "What's he gonna do? Say that two guys in a mime turned him <laughs> into ice or whatever?" It <laughs> is like, oh, he does look like a it mime. Does look a Tactical lot like a little mime. Andrew. Uh, yeah, I was getting and like I feel weirdly bad about this but like warren was really reminding me of day nine in this episode no just like something about the shape of his face or maybe like the way he speaks and then yeah no i feel terrible because i love day Day nine don't get me wrong he's a delight and warren's terrible and i don't want to say that they remind me of each other but that's just a i don't know zach braff is also good and warren looks like him so (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Generic white dude face. <laughs> Amy is not a rat anymore, but she is very nervous Yay. and queasy. Yeah, and oh gosh, it's it feels like she's been in the cage for weeks. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, and you're just like, oh shit, you better break this to her gently, Willow. <laughs> she was hoping that Larry would take her <laughs> to the dance, the homecoming Blair. dance. And Willow's, like, double reveal of Larry was gay and Larry's dead. And high school's over because it's been three fucking years. Oh, my God. Good news. Amy was not conscious through all of this. If she were, she would have murdered Willow by now. Yeah. Yeah. So, clearly, she could tell that like more time than she expected had passed because mm. presumably she thought she'd turn herself into a rat. Willow would find and her. And someone, fix it. yeah, yep. would fix it. Yeah. And this would all happen. Uh, yeah. Worst case, a few weeks. Sure. Not so, not so, Amy. Not at all. Ugh. But it's good news in that Willow has found another hot witch mm. to keep her company. And Amy, yeah. as we see, is very good with the magics. She's like shutting curtains and closing windows just with a flick of her finger. And you're like, okay, for a, a person who was very recently a rat, that's very well done. Right? Like she hasn't done magic in three years and she's just doing it like it's no big deal. I guess she was a lot more powerful than Willow mm-hmm. when they were in high school. So she's probably not as powerful as Willow now, but like is still much more inclined to use magic than someone like a Squara would be. Ah, stupid Squara. (laughs) So there's a fun scene transition here where Buffy comes home, she goes up the steps and into Joyce's old room, which is now Willow's room, and Willow's just sitting alone on the bed. And Mm -hmm. you're just like, wait, was Amy Rat too troubling? And Buffy just turned her back into a... Willow just turned her back into a rat? Good God. (laughs) Like, oh my God, I definitely thought that was exactly what had happened. Interesting. That, that's, what does that say about Willow? (laughs) You know? I don't think anything that this- your opinion of Willow. (laughs) It says nothing that this episode is not saying already. She's going to use magic irresponsibly. What else is new? Yeah, so Buffy is feeling kind of weird about this whole sucking on Spike's face (laughs) thing. And she's like, maybe I should talk to Willow about it. Try to figure out, you know, what it is I'm doing. Yeah, some things out. Yeah. 
And then this is interrupted by Amy's presence, basically. Uh, neither of us got a shot of Amy's face through this entire scene, but she like comes out of the bathroom and she's just got this permanently shocked expression on Buffy. Right? Like, because Willow just dropped a bunch of bombs on the her. The giant and was like, snake demon process. thing. Yeah. yeah. Buffy is so Snyder awkward. was eaten. How have you been? Rat. You? Dead. <laughs> yeah it's pr- well i mean what is what is buffy supposed to say to her how's how's being a rat oh it's terrible yep that makes a lot of oh, sense boy poor amy mm. but she's not a rat anymore so not that bad no it's fine. things are much better than they have been yeah for sure we get a bit of you know amy's catching up in the on the world she's trying to process all this stuff world's crazy and new they've got freeze ray technology here there's a security guard who's frozen (laughs) solid and buffy's like wait what i did not know about that one what what's going on here so she has to go snoop around the museum the sheer amount of reporters and police people who are at the museum no no, no. you're like what are you all doing here (laughs) they are wheeling this poor rusty security guard out down the steps on a furniture dolly and i'm like (laughs) what else are they gonna do a stretcher michaela a stretcher so Uh... they don't drop him and he doesn't shatter into a million pieces because he's frozen michaela yeah listen my problem with this is still what are all these people doing here this is still sunnydale crap like this happens all All the the time how is this news on the regs Buffy jumping up and down at the back of the crowd and just watching her <laughs> stupid pigtails fly She's around. So oh god. <laughs> oh man. And you're like, man, they haven't made fun of how small she is for <laughs> yeah, a while. Yeah, not for a while, it's true. <laughs> yeah. Spike is here, he's also doing some snooping, and you know, they <laughs> they're always fighting these days. I hate it when mom and dad fight, but here they go again. <laughs> they're fighting again and Well, I mean, Spike has kind of a good point. That Buffy's basically like, I want nothing to do with you, and then kisses him a bunch. And then she's like, never again, and then kisses him a yeah. bunch. And those are some pretty mixed signals. Yes. He's got he's got a legitimate <laughs> grievance, I think, at this point. Calling her like the ice queen and calling her a tease, I'm like, eh, whatever, man, get over yourself. But th- there's a, a core issue so like, here that yeah, is true. I think that those, like, labeling her in that way is problematic, but there is a core communication issue where she is saying one thing and she is doing another thing and he is legitimately confused vastly different things and she knows what his deal is it's not a mystery she's no he's been very clear and he was being pretty normal for the beginning of this season Mm -hmm. and right like she's pretending like oh why are you making such a big deal out of this no buffy you know exactly why he's making a big deal out of this so buffy hits spike and spike hits buffy but he she's like a person so of course he gets a migraine except <gasps> except <gasps> what he 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 fakes he a migraine fakes a migraine but clearly yeah. did not have one and is yeah. gonna take some time to figure out what i figured out immediately his chip <laughs> is not broken buffy's broken uh, honestly okay so at this point his like, he thinks the chip is broken. That's reasonable. Sure. Uh, the, I would say, middle third of this episode that he spends <laughs> figuring out what's going on is a waste of time. A little bit. 
But Spike is not smart. He's not smart, so. and it's not necessarily unfun, the things that he does, right? right? There are some fun aspects to sure. it, I guess. Sort of, I don't know. <sighs> Threatening a Boba Fett action figure for, like, upwards of ten minutes, <laughs> I could do without. <laughs> yeah... In case we all forgot that Spike is definitely still evil, when he thinks his chip no longer works, the first thing he does is to go and try and eat someone. Yeah, makes a lot of sense. We make a lot of noise about, like, oh, he's a good guy now, but he's literally a soulless demon. Yeah. He's hungry, man. It's not surprising. (laughs) So, yeah, he goes on a hunt and tries to find this rando lady and have a little snack, but... He finds a very unfortunate woman who chose to wear red and pink uh, together. Vampires love oh, love bright colors. Those bright colors, right? She's just vampire bait, basically. Is she an unfortunate woman or is she careless, you know? This is Sunny D. <laughs> That's true. I mean, she learns nothing because he tries to bite her and it doesn't work out so great for she him. She thinks bright colors ward off vampires, probably. Maybe. That's maybe what she learned, yeah. <sighs> yeah. I, I don't know. I might be skipping around. But honestly... After Spike tries to, no, after Spike hits Buffy and it, the chip doesn't activate and then it does activate, you'd think he must, he would immediately be like, must be Buffy. Yeah, no, it's no. going to take a long time. Like most of the rest of the episode yep. to get there. But first, let's get into seeing what Square is up to <laughs> these days. I feel terrible. I don't. Oh. She's going for sheer length. That's what she's going oh, for. Oh, I focused on an entirely different part of this outfit as usual. You did. I just, okay, before we get onto the ridiculousness of leopard shirt, yeah. what in the fuck? I have never seen, I don't think, these like sweater coats until watching this show. It's it's like a normal, I don't know, sweater cardigan, like button up sweater thing, but it goes all the way down. Oh, there was like, absolutely a period of time where people had very long sweaters. But it's crazy, man. It's crazy. And I just never saw it, I guess. And now it happens all the time. (laughs) Right now, I would say we're in a phase of sweaters that are longer than your standard cardigan, but are still maybe only like past the butt. Like, oh, I guess. Yeah. Maybe sometimes as low as the knees, but these are like ankle length sweaters. Oh, yeah. They're crazy long. Now, you know what I would love to see in this show? A blanket scarf. (laughs) Now, I understand that skankets or whatever they're called are... (laughs) They're very cozy, I'm sure, because you're literally wearing a blanket blanket as a scarf. (laughs) But my God, seeing some of these people wandering around and you're just like, you're, she's more scarf now than woman. (laughs) But just think how warm she must be. Oh, delightful. Like some of her? I don't know. I feel like the front of her torso is really nice and cozy. The back though, exposed. (laughs) I don't know. Just get yourself a blanket scarf and see see how it goes for you. That's my advice. No. <laughs> no. That doesn't sound jacked in at all. Oh, no. Well, I mean, then you wouldn't be alive. That's true. Uh, I like that you've captured Don's gigantic milkshake in this picture as well. Mm. It's commented on. It's, it's a, a lot, lot of shake. shake. Yeah. A lot of shake. She's not wrong. It's a lot of shake. <laughs> and yes, Tara is wearing a leopard shirt under her ridiculous floor-length sweater. I honestly think she was wearing this sweater before because it's the sparkly gold one. Oh, it is. And I think we just didn't yeah. notice how long it was. I really like all these tones that they're dressing Tara in. All these looks good. browns and kind of earth tones. Yeah, earthy yeah. tones. It looks great. And she looks so normal in this episode. That hair she had last episode. 
Uh, is this all Don and Tara get to do this episode? Just this one scene of them. They come back to the house later. Oh yeah, right. Of course. Well, because they're they're having their sort of like stepmom date, right? Yeah, yeah. Where yeah, basically we saw Don being angry at Tara at the end of the last episode because of it being Tara's fault that Willow has an addiction. I don't know, but this <laughs> is them still trying to spend time together. And, you know, it's really touching. This is one of the nicer scenes of the episode by a long (laughs) shot. By a long shot. Uh, yeah. It's speaking of, like, you know, you go from high to low. Willow's a techno pagan. (laughs) She started doing computer magic. I just. She pulls out her computer and I'm like, good. You know, (laughs) all the other characters are commenting. We haven't seen her do this in a while. (laughs) Applause. Round of applause for Willow. (laughs) And then she lays her stupid big ring hand i've got a picture of a gigantic ring just as the magic starts to Uh. flow out of her fucking fingers into this computer it's a faster way to hack okay oh my god (laughs) i knew you were gonna be just furious and i was so excited yes very furious (laughs) she's using her magic to techno pagan her way into police records and then let's talk about anya because there's so much going on with anya Oh my god, Anya, what have you done? What has been done to you? So the worst part about it is that if she was wearing normal eyeshadow, this color shirt would be great on her. This eyeshadow. (laughs) I don't like the hairstyle, though. The hairstyle's not good. The eyeshadow is the worst part, by far. It matches the shirt so closely. Uh, It's a light purple eyeshadow. And there's a lot of it. Oh, there's a lot of it. Yeah. There's a lot of it. There's a lot and of blending hair... happening. It's just mostly that one color. Yeah. Oh. Her hair's oh. kind of zigzag party. I don't know what's going on with her hair. Yeah. It looks very 50s, like 50s mom. And especially with the light purple eyeshadow. Yeah. It's a bad choice. Like, and it just, her shirt is literally the same color. It's sort of impressive, but at the same time, you're like, I, I, I'm pretty sure you're supposed to not do this. Like, That's not what you rule, coordinate, man. Right? That's not what you do. Oh, jeez. Oh, 0% bueno. Uh, yeah. I mean, Anya does get to have the fun job of bluntly telling Willow she has a problem and it's making everyone really uncomfortable. <laughs> Willow insists that she's not doing too much magic. And I'm like, I have a clip that says otherwise. Willow, you are using too much magic. I was so mad that that wasn't in the previously on. Right? I was so no. mad. Willow, you're doing too much magic? Come on. Well, instead Come we on. got, I can't believe you used that spell on me. Yes, yeah. that's true. And also Spike paying a visit to Warren with the Buffy bot bits. And you're and just like, like yeah. why are yeah. we bringing this up? And then I guess we have to establish that Spike knows Warren. I don't yeah. think it was necessary. Okay, so while Spike is paying a visit to nerds that basically goes nowhere, why don't we come into our first segment of the evening? Woo! I'm excited for this one. It's a little segment called Juicy Goss. Yeah, it's obviously arson. You did it, you're not gonna get a dime, and are probably gonna go to jail. So, what's going on with you guys? Give me that juicy 9-9 goss, am I right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, Michaela. Yeah. I mean, as with every week, let's check in and see what our favorite Buffy stars are up to. <laughs> what's in the headlines? Oh boy, this is very thrilling. Isn't it? Yeah. Bro? David Boreanis. Lands his first TV show after Bones, replacing Jim Caviezel. SEAL Team? 
yeah, Angel's joining the Navy, apparently. So probably SEAL Team. Yeah, I've, I've definitely heard that he's on SEAL Team now. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, this is pretty old news, even when we're recording. <laughs> so not a lot going on with David Boreanaz, but there is like a sportsman with his name. Oh. And that makes news looking up for this man very difficult. Yeah. It's tricky. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Stewart Head as well. Like, you do not get any news for that man. I'll th- do I have anything? Maybe. Who knows? So, yes, David Boreanaz, good job. You've got a new TV show. We're all excited for that. Sarah Michelle Geller, or should I say Sarah Michelle Prince? Yeah. Celebrates her 16th wedding anniversary oh, with Freddie Prince Jr. That's so nice. Those crazy and kids. And that was, that was very recently. That was early September, and we're recording this early to mid-September. Do you know how they actually met? Uh, they were filming I Know What You Did last summer. Oh, you know, sometimes I think that as like bonus stuff, we should do some old SMG movies, <laughs> like Cruel Intentions, that shit. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> so Sarah Michelle Gellar and Freddie Prince Jr. have starred in a number of other things. Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo movies. Yep. Yep. So there's two of those. And they were also in the Star Wars Rebels TV show. Oh, uh, the interesting. Animated show. Yeah, so congratulations to 16 years of marriage to them. That is great. These, fucking reading any of these, like, <laughs> gossip, gossip columns. Yeah. It's, it's rough, yeah. Michaela. Oh, I know. The, the first line of this is Sarah Michelle Geller, which is a link, and Freddie Prinze Jr., which is a link, are relationship goals. <laughs> and you're like, you can't even throw a hashtag in there uh... or some shit, man. Are relationship goals who... Sharnaz Shahid, you should be ashamed. Ashamed! That's how the youths speak now. Oh, it's terrible. It's not... It's unwoke, Michaela. That's what it is. <laughs> There's gotta be a word for that. Asleep, I think. I guess, yeah. <laughs> What's going on with Allison Hannigan, you may ask? I hear you ask, in fact. Mm-hmm, I do. Right now. Right now. What's going on with her? <laughs> with who? Allison Hannigan! <laughs> oh, I'm glad you asked. Oh. Okay. <laughs> well... She is rocking a plunging rose gown to the Creative Arts Emmys with her husband, Alexis Denisov. I'm going to send you a link. It auto-plays a video because these things are terrible. Yeah, not surprised. And you can see that when Willow has the opportunity to dress herself in red, she does a much better (laughs) job. She picks a much better red. Good. I'm excited to see this. It's a very plunging gown. I will give you that. (laughs) But the red is such a better color for her than the bright reds that they throw her in on this TV show. Oh, it's so nice. Because you know what? I would hesitate. Yeah, it's rose. Like, it's not... Yeah. I guess it's sort of in the red family. It is delightful. Are you trying to argue that rose is not red? Well, it's more... It's it's going towards purple. Oh, yeah, that's true. (laughs) Like, more than I would say it's going towards red. (laughs) Mm. Anyway, it's a great color on her. Look good. Oh, Alexis Denisov's looking fly as hell, too. Probably. Yeah, look at him. Oh, man, yeah. Yeah, look at him. (laughs) Hell yeah. And I don't know what they were doing there. I don't like reading any of these websites because, honestly, I feel like they're sucking at my soul. Oh, they celebrate their 15-year anniversary next month. Oh, also, walking red carpet on Saturday night was saved by the bell legend Tiffany Thiessen. Interesting. uh, (laughs) wearing a red velvet deep crimson velvet gown which i see it it's it's literally like a carpet yeah yeah it's the red carpet that she is walking Mm, on yes Mm, 
Yeah. Bold choice. Bold choice. Velvet's tough, okay. man. Oh, I'm just I'm Moving just on. in this all these pictures now. What have you done? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's move on to Anthony Stewart Head. I do have something for oh. him. From uh ooh, July twenty eighteen. That was ooh, that's a month and a half ago. So that that's a while. Um he is going to play Robin Fairbrother on Welcome to Ambridge. <laughs> And that's basically the entire contents of this article. I don't know what the any fair, of that is. <laughs> fair borders welcome Anthony Stewart Head into their family, but others in Ambridge might not be so happy to see him. <laughs> Anyone told Jill or Elizabeth? And that's that's the that's the end of it. Oh, it's supposed to be Fair Brother, but it was misspelled here. That makes more sense, I guess. It looks like it might it's looks like it might be a radio show. Interesting. I support him on a radio show, but man, his hair is dyed. It's like, it's frosted tips, but just on the top? Oh, what no. the fuck? He's making that's not good. questionable life choices. Yeah, very much so. Anyway, that's what's up with him. Who else do we have? Oh, James Marsters. We know him. Yeah. We're big fans. The latest news for him, which is not very old. It's uh, three days old. Buffy the Vampire Slayer's James Marsters waited in line at GameStop to get Spider-Man just like the rest of us. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, <laughs> fuck. I am so glad that I do not read no. these things on a regular basis. I can le- feel my soul leaving my body. Just and pure garbage, man. <laughs> he tweeted three times, you know, like he's in line to pick it up. The line's going slowly. And then the gossip magazine's like, oh, but of course it had a happy ending. And heaven, says James, posting a picture of himself holding the new Spider-Man game. <sighs> I guess we can accept, expect to see a spike in Spider-Man PS4 sales now, am I right? D- is that you? I've got puns, son. <laughs> this is not me. This is another okay. person who should be ashamed of themselves. Yeah. Liana Lily Ruppert with two Ps. You should be ashamed <laughs> of yourself. Yeah, I mean, it, that just means it was a slow entertainment day, right? Like, nothing... Isn't every day, though? None yeah. of this shit's good. None of it. Yeah, that's fair. It's all garbage. You make a but, good point. But, wait, it's all garbage until we get to the actual star of this show. Oh. The one that we've all been waiting for. Eric Balfour and wife Erin <laughs> welcome a baby boy. August 3rd, 2018. Congratulations, Jesse. Let's, oh. let's hear a round of applause. Let's give it up. Uh, I'm so excited. Uh, any news on what the baby's name is? Uh, I think the little baby boy growing in Aaron's belly is going to be super stoked to hang out with us. I'm going to take him surfing and camping and skateboarding and we'll teach him to dance and sing along with us. I'm going to be dad, yo, says Eric Balfour on the Instas. There you go. Oh my God. That's, uh, sorry. Eric Balfour's wife is named Erin. Oh my God. She is. That's so confusing. <laughs> <laughs> oh what did, what did they name their child i don't know i don't know uh yes they've been married for three years now uh 2015 Cute. was when they got married and bundle of joy weighed seven pounds six ounces will join their dalmatian coconut in the family and coconut is a very cute dog from what i can see dalmatians are cute yeah i think they're a little so, terrors, job but they're there. definitely cute Good job to Eric Balfour. Yeah. All right, that's it for the gossip columns. Skipping over whatever Spike is doing with the nerds because no one blah, cares. Blah, blah, Boba Fett. Blah, blah, blah. Willow nerds. checks up on Amy, uh, who wants to go out to the club, which will surely not backfire. Right. Amy's feeling pretty cooped up. Well, yeah, obviously. 
feel bad about she feels like she's in a cage yeah so they're they're gonna go and have a good time at the bronze the only fun place in sunnydale Oh, yeah. Live music at the Bronze. Man, this is the return to form that I've been waiting for. Honestly. We've got so much live music there now. This is the second episode in a row after a veritable drought. Well, I would argue third. Once more feeling. Oh, I guess. I feel like that's. How much more live music do you want? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it does not count. I'm a garbage human. But yes. Uh, I've um, got a picture of their shirts. Oh, excellent. Sweet shirts. I actually love what Willow's got going on. Oh, I was going to say the same about Amy. Yeah. Amy's looking amazing. And her shirt with like the, the not ripped sleeves, but the very fashionably cut <laughs> sleeves. Yeah. Looking good. Reminiscent of Faith almost. Mm, not as edgy. It is a Faith-esque shirt. But like, I could see Faith wearing a shirt that has lots of cutouts. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Well, she's you, a punk. You can't tell in this picture, but Willow's shirt is... All sparkly. I, it's always so hard to capture the sparkle, you know? There's a heck of a lot of midriff happening yeah, there. Yeah, there's also a lot of midriff happening. But they're yeah. they're here, they're playing their sweet magic pool. Oh my god, when they're <laughs> shooting pool using magic and you're just like, Wow, guys, this is nonsense here. Yeah. Amy gets a hot girl to take an interest in Willow and I'm like, not okay with that at no. all. I think that's the worst thing they do. Yeah, like everything they do just makes me feel like everyone at the bronze is fully in their Sunnydale syndrome because mm. weird things start happening and there's like not that much of a panic about it. I think it's part of the magic though, is that all of this is just like everyone here is under the spell. So they how powerful is this spell? Very. Fuck. Almost superstar level. And yeah, like Amy just saying, oh, never mind. I'll get that hot girl over there to come talk to you. That's mm. terrifying that she can just yeah. with a snap of her fingers. That's no good. No Down. Good. Dislike. No. She's talking to her friend already and you're like, no. Yeah. And so there's two dudes who are hitting on him. The one Steve guy balls. has like the whitest goddamn teeth I've ever seen. <laughs> Anyways. And so they're, they're skeezy. They basically are getting all pushy towards Amy when she doesn't really want to dance with them anymore. And then they do a spell to make them have to dance in go-go dancer sort of outfits slash cages. And I have a fun fact about this. Oh. Apparently in the original conception of this confrontation that they have, the writer of the episode intended for Willow to cast a spell on the men so that they couldn't stop kissing each other. <laughs> Which is sort of like comeuppance because they, I mean, they call her Ellen. They make yeah. derogatory comments about the fact that she's clearly in- interested in women. But Joss did not like this idea because he didn't want to portray the idea that you could just change people's sexual orientation in an instant. Oh. Or that same-sex kissing should be considered a punishment. Or like laughable, yeah. yeah. No, I understand that, yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. It would be funny. Just mm, it'd be kind of funny, you know? <laughs> right. Don't but They don't necessarily have to be into it. They just can't stop. Well, then that, that in itself is problematic, right? Mm. Incredibly. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, all of this prob- is problematic. They're making people fly and shit. They turn the band into it's an different entirely people. different band. Yeah. They make new yeah. people. Yeah, just new people <laughs> come here. It's all bad and stuff. It's almost like Willow is seeing a brief glimpse of what too far looks like. And then everything is just like, oh, these skis balls are annoying us. So we can use magic to fix it. And that's the best thing ever. 
Yeah. And then, like, they they reverse the spell, I mean, in a later scene, I think. But basically, yeah. they get bored. They're like, oh, this is this scene's played out. Yeah, we need to go somewhere bigger. Yeah. Do something more reckless. <laughs> yeah. And you're just like, great. I'm sure this won't have any bad consequences at all. So while that's been going on, the Scoobies are like, what sort of a frost demon could have frosted old Rusty up? <laughs> and they're terrible at research. They don't have any Gileses around. They don't have any Willowses around. They got nothing. Okay, when Xander says that he's found it and Anya's like, no, you're reading a D&D manual. <laughs> it's the thickest D&D manual I have ever seen in my entire life. Yo, you are spoiled with your fifth generation nonsense, okay? <laughs> Used to be whatever the fuck Gary Gygax thought up in a dream, he wrote down in a book, which was then published for Mounds of Cash. Oh, Mounds of Cash. Mounds. Yeah. So essentially they're looking for a f- demon who can freeze people and also likes diamonds or eats diamonds. <laughs> yeah. And they're just coming up with nothing because, well, spoiler alert, not a demon. Yeah, it's like all this stupid stuff that's been happening. It's just so lame. So lame. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Yeah. So they're in the magic box and the phone rings <laughs> and it's Spike. <laughs> During his funniest, creepiest voice. Buffy's so confused. She's like, Are you are you calling me? <laughs> oh, this, it's so funny. Is this Spike? <laughs> and then he has to be like, Yeah, yeah, it's Spike. <laughs> Oh. oh, good God. Yeah, so Spike confronts Buffy in an alley, and he hits her, and he's like, yeah, you came back wrong. Like, when that Osiris urn got smashed by the loud bicycles, <laughs> turns out the spell didn't work amazingly properly, or maybe something else happened, but listen, you are not right. I've got a picture of Spike as he's come to this meeting. I've called it all dressed up. Mm. Oh my god, yes, the purple or blue shirt that he's got and on. And a necklace! Yeah! Like, he's, he's never... looking very boy band. He's never worn either of these things ever before now, right? Like, usually he either wears all black or he puts has that red button-up shirt undone. Mm-hmm. And I've ne- I don't think I've ever seen him with a necklace on. <laughs> he wanted to get all dolled up yeah. for his big showdown with Buffy. His fight date or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. He... I mean, she starts hitting him, which is mostly what he wants at this point, right? Uh, He starts hitting her back, and they're yelling about all the same things they've been yelling about all episode, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, no, I mean, it's good times. They're in some abandoned house. It's not very structurally sound. Spike does an actual chandelier swing. Yeah. You're like, fuck yeah, man. Yeah, Yeah, they're, they're having some good times, punching each other in the face. And I was like, they're going to start making out any minute. No, they start fucking. <laughs> it's, it's very aggressive sex, but it went like way further than I expected. Yeah. Way quicker. And I was yeah. like, damn. Oh, look at that. Look at them go. You're like, oh, yeah, they're making out. Okay. Oh, there's noises <laughs> happening. There's like a zipping noise. <laughs> yeah. There's faces being made. Yeah. By both parties. Now, uh, interestingly enough, the scene that was originally filmed for this episode was longer than the scene <laughs> shown. And uh, I'm going to send it to you. Do oh, what no. you will with it. And like, It's it pretty is, long. Right? No, and like, this is more risque than what actually happened on the episode we watched. 
Oh, 47 seconds for mm-hmm. the big one. Okay. I didn't listen to this, so I don't know how it sounds. <laughs> Speed, one and a half. Oh, this is funny. Go one and a half for sure. <laughs> Buffy's still going slow. Wow. Oh, hey there. Okay, yeah. No, I get it. You're on top of that. Yep. No, I, I see where you are. <laughs> and I understand what you're doing. Yes. Yeah, no. It's like, not that it wasn't obvious, but like, this is just, this just goes on for like a lot more time. A lot of, a lot of hip motion There's a there. lot more movement happening. Yeah. 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 And yeah, smash t- cut to credits as they fuck in this house that <laughs> is breaking apart around them. Yeah. They fall through nice. a floor. They somehow manage to keep it together is how I'm going to phrase it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You'd think that would dislodge something. No. Nope. <laughs> Yeah, Not at I mean, all. honestly, no one's more surprised than Spike. I'm gonna it's say, true. like, yeah, he's shocked. I don't know what he expected to happen. I think he just wanted to punch Buffy a bunch because that's his whole jam, right? Yeah, yeah. All right, that's our episode, which means that it's time for our classic segment: recommendations. Great wall of prophecy, reveal to us God's will that we may blindly obey. Free us from thought and responsibility. We shall read things off you. Then do them. Your words guide us. We're dumb. Interesting. What else are we watching these days? Oh, What's okay. good, you know? What oh, do you like? I got so addicted to The Sinner. Oh my god. The Sinner? Yeah, so it is originally a... Maybe Stars was the original network it was on. It's recently come to Netflix. Mm-hmm. Basically... It's Jessica Biel is the main character. And she's just like a normal housewife, like just in a normal, like small town America, whatever. Okay. She's at the beach with her husband and her son Mm -hmm. and like violently attacks another man at the beach for literally no reason. Well, maybe there's a reason. Mm. And then the rest of the the season is figuring out why she did that because it's... It just kind of happens all of a sudden, and you're like, "What is going on?" Yeah, so I was like hyped to watch to watch all of that. All right, yeah, interesting. Jessica Biel's great in it. For my part, I have been watching Bob's Burgers mostly these days. Oh yeah, uh, which I don't know. I like for background viewing, but <laughs> I don't think I find any particular episode like uproar- uproariously funny. Just like. Jokes happen, and sometimes they're good, mm-hmm. and mostly it's just a bit, you know, quirky and light, and I'm like, okay, cool beans. Jeffrey Tambor was on it as an insane sea captain who wanted to <laughs> capture Bob and turn him into his personal burger chef for the never-ending cruise. That sounds super fun. It was it was pretty fun, but yeah. I don't know, it's like, yeah, you spread that out over 20 minutes, and you're like, okay, they don't have too much more than... Jeffrey Tambor's an insane sea captain. Yeah. yeah. There are fun things to it, for sure. But, eh, yeah, pretty good. I recently was watching an episode of Star Trek The Next Generation. Mm. Allow me to find mm. the title. This is a good mm. one for this. Yes. Uh, Tin Man. Uh, yes. Episode's called Tin Man. So it's season three, episode 20. And there is a surprise guest, Betazoid. The first male Betazoid ever shown on Star Trek. Yep who they basically they need him to contact this strange entity that they found and uh it's the mayor guys it is the mayor <laughs> it's mayor wilkins himself yeah younger oh, and he's so young oh my so god good. 
I guess I should say that Betazoids are aliens, for those who don't know. So this episode is from season three, so 1990. Mm. See, when when Harry uh, Groner was born. He was born in 1951, so he was still like... <laughs> oh, math. Was he 29 30, then there? No, 39. 39. That's bad. Yeah. Michaela. Dang. So he, he was still 39. He looks so much younger, though. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're just used to him because you've only seen him yeah. for that year of yeah. his life. It's true. That's all I know. <laughs> when he was, what, eight years older? Yeah, I guess so. Uh, good good times. times. Yeah, that was fun. Um, also, I've been watching a bit of 8 Out of 10 Cats Does Countdown, which uh, is its own series good. now. Oh, God, it's so good. Like, no one gives a shit anymore. But it's still being part of the countdown experience that's happening is kind of fun. And then John's just constantly finding shit to eat, like, <laughs> new things to try to eat on the show. Right. And maybe he's allergic to fish, but he was eating a lot of sushi, so oh, who knows what's no. going on, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounds delightful. Yeah, so my recommendation this week is definitely 8 out of 10 Cats Does Countdown. I think it's too samey once you watch too much of it. But you need to break it up a little bit. Just throw a bit of it on and it's so fucking funny. Oh, also, I mean, to bring up Day 9 again, everyone should go watch him play Magic the Gathering with his nerd friends. <gasps> Spellslingers! Love Spellslingers! Spellslingers. Yes, the new yeah. season was good. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. It's always too short, though. Like, six episodes. Oh, and you're Ooh. like, there's why isn't there more? Why isn't there more Day 9? Yeah. Okay. Good segment. Michaela, did you like this episode? So, I'm going to take you back. Take me back. Paint me a word picture. When this episode aired and a 12-year-old Michaela mm. was watching this. Uh-huh. And I feel like she was more affected by it. <laughs> but, yeah, the constant drama between Spike and Buffy that we have right. mostly glossed over. And, like... You know, pretty invested in that. And then, like, some things happened that 12-year-old Michaela was probably not really expecting. (laughs) 27-year-old David wasn't expecting it. So, yeah. As an episode, it does feel a little bit... Like, it doesn't feel resolved, which because it's not. No. Right? Yeah. It's almost a two-parter. Yeah. I mean, the next episode will pick up right from where we left off, basically. Mm Mm-hmm give or take a few hours, but it's it's just this whole, this tension that's been building for... A few hours? Spike's got stamina. <laughs> oh, you can have some blood questions. Oh, boy. <laughs> How dusty is Buffy? God, the house is dusty. There's just dust everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, I was actually thinking that, like, back season one or two, I'm sure this sort of thing would have been a two-parter. Right, Because, like, oh, Amy gets transformed back into a a human, and then Willow continues on a dark path. Like, that would have been a two-parter. And it's season six where we see the change from, like, oh, every episode needs to either be self-contained or explicitly part of this larger two-part arc. Uh Uh-huh. And now in season six, we're like, okay, we can go to just everything's part of the arc. And this doesn't leave, this doesn't resolve anything, this episode, really, other than a bit of sexual tension. Right, and like the things that Buffy and Willow are doing will be continued next episode. But like you say, it won't be the end of them, you know? Like, this is, they're both making these arguably poor choices. (laughs) (laughs) And Buffy at least seems to be aware that what she's doing is problematic. Yeah. 
Willow has had consequences that she's ignoring. Yes. And Buffy, like, doesn't have a soul or something, so what the fuck's that even about, right? Yeah, what the fuck's that even about? Yeah. So, yeah, overall, (laughs) this episode is pretty well liked by fans because... Yep, they, it's got a lot of spike sex. That's why. Because <laughs> they want to <laughs> see... The last 30 seconds. The last 30 seconds. And yeah, I don't know that the entire episode <laughs> is is worth that for me. Right. Like, you could have a fan cut like, of this that's much shorter. Yeah, because it it's weird. Like, Buffy doesn't really fight anyone. I mean, she fights Spike, but that doesn't count. She fights the muggers. Yeah, and, like, the nerds are there doing their evil deeds, but their evil deeds are lame. So yeah. it doesn't really feel like there's a lot of... There's there's no... All the conflict is sort of emotional conflict. The Scoobies do research, but it's pointless research. Yeah, exactly. And we know that from the get-go. Tara and Dawn have their two scenes, but they're not interacting with any other characters the entire episode. Because they have come home to this empty house... Willow is off doing magic fun times. Buffy is off banging Spike in a dilapidated house. Getting real dusty. (laughs) Honestly, there's so much broken wood around. Spike is lucky. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, man, that'd be bad. Yeah. That would fuck Buffy up a bit more. (laughs) Right? Just imagine. I mean, that's not, but that's the worst. So, anyways, I don't know. It's a strange... Like, the format of the episode is strange. Yes. Yeah. Very much so. I... Looking back on this especially, I didn't have a great time. Like, just... And I think my notes reflect that. I'm like, oh, did anything actually happen? (laughs) Most of my notes are about fashion. Yeah. Yeah. There was so much more fashion than plot in this episode. (laughs) And that's not really what we want. (laughs) We still have to have a winner. Yeah. And the winner of this episode is Amy, because she's not a rat anymore. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know, man. I would make a pretty hard case for Spike. Ooh, Spike does narrowly beat Amy in that race. Yeah. <laughs> hard case was supposed to be an innuendo, by the way. I see. Well done. <laughs> Are you proud of yourself? You sound so disappointed. <laughs> I wasn't until you sounded so disappointed. Oh, my God. <laughs> now you're proud of yourself? Fuck. Ah. Uh. <laughs> I've done the wrong thing again, constantly. I mean, yeah, I guess Amy was a rat for three years, and also the guy she was hoping would ask her to homecoming is gay, dead, and she missed homecoming. Poor Larry. I'm assuming that's the last time we hear about Larry. I can only imagine that there will be no reason to ever bring Larry up again. Poor guy. Like, we haven't even brought Cordelia up. (laughs) That's true. Uh. All right, so strong spike win there. (laughs) And uh, yeah, before we move on, what does Teeks think about this episode? What do you think Teeks titled this review? The one where Buffy has sex with Spike. Incredibly close, the one where Buffy and Spike have sex. Ah, fuck, I thought I was going to go with that at first, but should have listened to my gut. There's some gold in here, let (laughs) me tell you. Oh boy, I'm excited. I love this episode. It's so great to see Amy finally de-ratted after so long. It's just Agreed. a fantastic episode, which nope. begins to show us another side of Willow. <laughs> begins, oh teeth. <laughs> right? And that side may not be a good one. Tara left her already. I know, like it's not the beginning, Teeks. And if you're a Spuffy fan, that means Spike plus Buffy, then this episode will make your day. 
In this episode, Willow finally finds a way to de-rat Amy, who is very shocked to hear that it's been over three years since she was turned into a rat by herself. That was not a great idea. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Wisdom, classic wisdom from Teeks. Anyway, it's really sad to hear Amy all excited for the prom, only to find out that the guy she wanted to go with is gay, dead, and the high school blew up because of a giant mare-shaped snake. (laughs) Uh, That is good. Okay, can we just... Mare-shaped snake. Like... (laughs) Wait. A giant mare-shaped snake. Wait, what? (laughs) I feel like Teeks has an alternate theory to my theory. (laughs) It's the opposite. Yeah, exactly. Mine is that the snake is... I guess we're sort of both on the same track, actually. Because I've got the giant snake crammed into a a mayor suit, right? And this is basically what Teeks is saying. The snake is mayor-shaped until he breaks out of his skin suit. But he's a giant mayor-shaped snake. I don't know about that one, then. No, he's a giant snake-shaped mare. Oh, yeah. 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 He's not mayor-shaped. That's the real one, yeah. Like, if he was mare-shaped, it would mean that he still looked like himself, but he was somehow a snake. It's incorrect. Well, I read that, and I just was like, no, Teeks. That's no. not how that works. Oh. Anyway, Willow and Amy head out and do some very magic things. Things Tara wouldn't approve of. No, not Squara. <laughs> uh, no, not Squara. Meanwhile, Warren, Jonathan, and Andrew steal a diamond from the museum and to make a weapon. Well... <laughs> Maybe that's phase two. Yeah, we haven't seen what phase two is yet, Teeks, but I think it may involve a diamond. (laughs) Yeah. And a weapon going into that diamond. And Spike realizes that he can hurt Buffy without it hurting him. They get into a big fight, punching, kicking, throwing through walls, and then Buffy suddenly kissed Spike, and then they, you know, do stuff. (laughs) (laughs) You put it in the title, Teeks. You put it in the title. Lots of stuff. You don't really see any, which isn't surprising, but you do hear a zipper being pulled down and a very happy looking Buffy before they fall through the floor and the house falls down around them. Oh, God. There's so many commas in the one sentence. Holy shit. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and then some ellipses. Delightful. (laughs) Seven might be a record. I don't know. That's a lot of commas. If Buffy doesn't wake up on red sheets tomorrow... I'm going to be so disappointed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh. All right. Overall, what do you think Teeks gave this episode? That sounds like a 9 out of 10. 10 out of Whoa! 10. This is not a 10. This is not a very good episode. There are so, like, honestly, the the review below, 10 out of 10, it rocks. 20 Jeez. exclamation points. Oh, my God. Re- review below, 10 out of 10. This is my favorite show ever. They should make a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Find the uh, aggregator. Find this on the aggregator. What? Where's it ranked? Out of 144. Out of Best sex scene ever in a WB TV show. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably, well, that might not be true anymore. But like at the time, I have to imagine this was pretty risque. Find me the aggregator. Smashed. 79 out of 144. Correct. Yeah, it is a middling, ha- yeah, low halfway. episode. Yeah. Yeah. And that's maybe kind of where the aggregator is a lot more helpful because mm-hmm. a lot of the people on IMDb are, you know, rating this episode based on the last 30 seconds of the episode, which is yeah. not correct to do. Not helpful at all. No. Yeah. No, no, no. Michaela, what do we have coming up next episode? 
the next episode is called, is called wrecked, wrecked. <laughs> yeah yeah this this see it's a bit of a continuation of smashed yeah, yeah. exactly it's two-parter ish but ish. it's not never a two-parter because it's not going to all be resolved at the end of that yeah so things i know about that episode buffy turns invisible <laughs> that's about it yeah buffy turns invisible that's what you're Calling expecting it. Next episode. Oh, something bad happens to Warren. I'm just, let's take all the things I know about the, <laughs> the rest of this season and throw them in next episode. Yeah. How about, this is what I'm going to tell you. Yeah. So you know how earlier you said we were deep into the magic is drugs metaphor? Oh. Next episode is the episode that's going to teach you how wrong you were. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, okay. I can throw a little thing in here about when Anya goes totally Freud and she's like, Well, those are the ones you have to watch out for the most. Responsible types. Responsible people are always so concerned with being good all the time that when they finally get a taste of being bad, they can't get enough. It's like all kablooey. Fuck. <laughs> I get it. Uh... I, they're drugs. She's doing drugs. She's doing magic and it's drugs. I understand, but I don't yeah. understand. Not until next episode. <laughs> Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Before we sign off today, I don't think we've actually mentioned on the pod. We meant to nine episodes ago, but we have not. Uh, At the end of Buffy, which is coming up remarkably soon. So uh, soon. That's another, what, 35 episodes from now. Yes. Which, bit under a year. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, that's 35 weeks. So it's It's soon-ish. Listen, we are a good ways through this. We have resolved, resolved to do something after that, right? Yeah, and we, we can have. At We're least doing announce it. that now. Okay, good. But and then that, we actually have to do it. <laughs> yes, uh, this is a commitment, and we'll hold to it. Uh, welcome to El Angel, <laughs> season five only. <laughs> as much as I hate it, we are doing the fifth season of Angel. Which I've never seen uh, any Angel. Michaela's seen all of it. She refuses to watch episode or season four again. Listen, I don't Whichever think you really want to watch five five seasons of Angel. No, I really don't. I don't I think really you do. Don't. And I think we'll have some fun with season five. Right. And that means we don't have to watch the garbage fire that is Angel season four. Right. So we'll do like a quick catch me up on all the things that are happening in seasons one through four. And that'll be an episode or two. Yeah. Mostly focusing on like, yeah, broad, broad season things that happen. Uh, I'll try to maybe give you as much like character relationship background as I can, because that's really what you need to know going in to the season, right? Like, who are these people and how do they relate to each other? And like, even the things that have happened to them are not necessarily all going to be very relevant. There'll be a slideshow. It'll have garbage transitions. Oh, so many garbage transitions. Oh boy. I'm so excited about that. I'm really worried. We'll, mm-hmm. I want to say that we'll think of a better name for the show. No, we But won't. I don't think we will. And I think the charm of such a shitty name uh, sort of helps some folks really get into the feel of this show so that's good right so either we call it welcome to el angel or we call it welcome to the hellmouth does angel season five which oh, is God. just such a horrible mouthful mm, I, I love it boy oh boy oh boy okay <laughs> that's great and now we can actually sign off saying that next time we'll do wrecked uh, until then you can find this episode up on the Reddit, buffy.reddit.com. You can email us, beyondthenew.hellmouth at gmail.com. That's in the show notes. 
The link to the pictures, which are on the Facebook page, is also in the show notes. If you don't know how to access those, uh, no god nor man can help you. And (laughs) until next time, uh, you can find Mikhail and I personally on Mebo, which is a long-defunct social network and instant messaging client. I'm on there at BMO, Michaela. I'm on there at Michaela Mebo. Very nice. And until next time, farewell Farewell from from the the Hellmouth. Hellmouth. Hellmouth.